Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Kill It With KB. This episode will be interview style. I'll be interviewing my good friend Charles, who is a very successful entrepreneur in the Chicagoland area. Charles is one of the top real estate agents for Exit Realty Redefined in the Chicagoland area. He has successfully started five small businesses, and in the past few years, his business plans have ensured financial security and wealth for those he works with. So that's coming from me. It's a pretty vague introduction. Charles, would you take a minute to tell everyone about yourself, specifically what you do, how you do it, how you got there? Hey, thanks for having me on. Um, Appreciate the kind introduction. Um, So what do I do? Um, so I, right now I have, um, five businesses, um, or companies, if you will. So I'm just going to go through those really quickly, I guess. Um, so I have a X-Fade Entertainment, uh, which is a full service DJ entertainment company for weddings, birthdays, anniversaries, corporate events, you know, any kind of party, uh, pretty much that you have. Um, and we still spin at uh, the Chicago bars and clubs, you know, to stay young. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I also have um, the Jungle AE, which is a recording studio um, that services local Chicago talent. But we also have a strong educational program uh, to teach audio engineering to interns. Um, and then the other three uh uh, businesses that I have here are, are in the real estate realm, uh, which includes management, investing, and brokering. So pretty much um, what I do is I'm there for all your life moments. <laughs> so the, the, the joke the joke that, that uh, goes around is um, I marry you, I'll DJ your wedding, I'll help you find a home, and then assist with all your real estate investments for retirement or something like that. So I'll be there throughout, you know, your um, your whole life. <laughs> Take it with me. That's awesome. You're literally there for every single milestone that anyone could possibly have. Yeah, exactly. So actually, my my um, tagline that I have, um, like on like my marketing materials and stuff like that, is a tradition of trust for all your life events. So that's who I am. That's what I do. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you. That's such a diverse part portfolio that you have, though. Um, could you talk a little bit about your journey and how you kind of came to acquiring all those businesses and being involved in all of these different aspects of life? Um, oh, my goodness. All right. So where do I start? Um, <laughs> So I'm just going to, I'm going to start when I was, let's say seventh, eighth grade. So I want to, I want to say that I really sucked at school. Um, the, the short story about it is that um, I wasn't good at school, uh, just like testing and stuff. So I, I knew that I wasn't keeping up with people, you know, back then, like in the seventh, eighth grade. Um, and then that carried on into high school. And, you know, I wasn't, and with society and you know um just individuals and peoples i just had that feeling that i wasn't gonna succeed or amount to anything because i wasn't acting or passing classes as easily as everyone else you know Um, so i mean like the first real company i had 
um, came from, you know, that kind of mindset. Um, right after high school, I went to college at DuPage um, and I had to try to figure out what I needed to do with my life. So I remember sitting at the lunchroom at uh, College of DuPage and I Googled, how do I make money without working? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you could see the mindset that I was coming from. Like I still wanted to be rich and stuff, but I didn't want to work for it. Um, but um, when I when I googled that passive income and rental real estate, that's what came up. Um, so I clicked, I looked, I read, um, and I started to understand the concept, but I really didn't get a good grasp of it. You know what I mean? Like because I didn't know who else to talk to about it, right? Um, a couple of years down the road, um, my sister's boyfriend then, and now brother, my brother-in-law now, um, invited me to this um, uh, real estate investment seminar um, or like education. You know, I thought it was a pyramid scheme <laughs> kind of thing, but like I went, I went to this thing, and that really that at that moment, I really understood what I was reading from two years before. You know. Um, and then from there, I, I um, started my, um, I mean, like, well, we'll call it like a soft start um, on my investment company since I bought my first fix and flip in 2009. So, and then I've been in real estate since then. Um, so that's pretty much that story for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, and just so, so very random and just how that whole trajectory happened is really cool. And just kind of going off of that, I think a lot of people are under this conception that you automatically need to pursue higher education to be successful. So that's clearly not the case. Um, you know, you, you talked about this a little bit, but what would you say officially made you decide that carving your own path, not doing what everyone else is doing, um, not necessarily having like, I guess like a role model or a person whose steps you could imitate, um, what made you decide that being an entrepreneur and doing things the way that you did was your official career path? Like what motivated you? Well, I mean, that, that came from a different type of motivation or, you know, um, uh, so from the end of high school, let's say senior year of high school to the beginning of college, I, I was working at a Quiznos. Um, <laughs> and I climbed up that rank really fast from, you know, pretty much sandwich artist to uh, um, general manager of, of this Quiznos. Um, and, you know, when I got to that general manager position I was doing all the work and it made me re figure like, realize and think what's stopping me from doing this on my own you know like um so you know this is at the same time where I try to figure out how to you know not work and make money you know so <laughs> you could see the mindset that I was kind of in um, but, you know, a little bit after that, uh, you know, I decided not to work for anybody again. And since 2000, let's say eight, uh, I've been grinding it out and I've hadn't had a W-2 paycheck since then. Wow. So, yeah. That's awesome. Um, and, I, and I think it's motivational. I think like, you know, you, you laugh about having that mindset, but I think like that's what brought you 
to where you are today, which is really cool and just inspiring too. Although it is just kind of funny of how it started. <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't know. It, it's it's weird on on how how it came. It's just like one of those mindsets of like yeah, you know, kind of f it, let's do it, right? So yeah, that's, that's where I was coming from. <laughs> that's cool so now I just want to shift over a little bit um we we talked about your professional path but how would you say this whole process of your professional pursuits how do you think they influenced your personal development and where you are today in that sense um I I I trust me you know um, and I think you need to have some sort of trust or even confidence in yourself um, to, to take on any sort of risk, right? Um, let alone working for yourself and trying to feed yourself um, with that, right? So, um, you know, it, it, it was a learning process, a learning curve, but I, I've always had that energy um, and, that, and that pretty much always always um if i failed i'll get back up and go again you know kind of thing um i have always thought of myself as a great failure because i don't even think failures even phase me anymore it's just like it's just part of the game that you're just you need to do it and if you can't take that swing, both emotionally, physically, spiritually, whatever, mentally, whatever, if you can't take it, you're you're in the wrong business. Like you shouldn't be doing this because you know you could swing out in every way. You could lose it really quick. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I think um, personal development for me now. So yeah. That's such an interesting way to look at failure, too, because I feel like, I don't know, you, you got mixed signals. People, like, shy away from failure or they try to do something safe or try to pursue something stable. But just to have that, like, it, it's almost like a mindset of, like, failure might be inevitable, but I'm just going to go ahead and go do, do something else and it's going to be bigger and better type of thing, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, have you heard that quote of someone who has never failed is someone who doesn't do anything like that's what i think all the time so so you just go ahead and just, just go, go ahead and do, do the it. damn thing I mean, <laughs> yeah i mean obviously it's all calculated and you know you try to do your best but it's it's one of those things where you have there's still a risk involved so right so true um and, and just kind of going off of that um can you talk a little bit about maybe maybe failures or maybe just general obstacles? What obstacles would you say you faced very like early on during your professional career? And were there any mistakes that you wished you would have avoided? I know obviously now it's in the past, but do you think starting out, um, just maneuvering this path, is there anything that you would have changed drastically? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that I've had all the experiences that I've, that I've had. Um, I, I could have taken different uh, roads, but um, things that I, I, that come top of mind are pretty much like partnerships. Um, pe all people are different. So a partnership is like a marriage for sure. So you're in it in the long run and you have to really understand how that person thinks or else if you guys are not on the right page, 
that could go sideways real quick. Um, being too aggressive uh, sometimes, you know, young aggressive <laughs> me was was the play um, back then. I mean, a lot of people definitely um, followed it and, and believed in it, but at the end of the day, was it realistic? Absolutely not. So, you know, that's something that uh, I learned to to um, um, really understand uh, what's realistic. Um, I, you know. Understanding your mental physical health um, is, is a big thing. I remember one of my friends um, really sitting me down and telling me to go to sleep. <laughs> you know, like it, it, was, it was crazy um, for that. Um, and, you know, just understanding your mental physical health, you know, make sure that you have time for yourself. So when you're really doing it, doing your work at an optimum level right so um what other mistakes here's here's a big one focus my focus was pretty reckless then um in the last pretty much 12 years or so i was involved in a total of maybe 10 11 businesses that i either owned partnered up with or had shares of in pretty much eight different fields like wow you know, healthcare, retail, um, tobacco, smoke shop, you know, like <laughs> obviously real estate entertainment, but you know, there, there was a lot of things that I tried. I even had a small car, car dealership at one point, but um, I learned that I need to focus on what I'm great at and not what I'm just okay at. So now I know not to do retail. I suck at retail. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm all service. I'm all service based. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and just so diverse. I had no idea that you had part or ownership in a car dealership. So <laughs> random. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, it was crazy. I was, I, I was, and that's why I said focus because it's easy to, um, it's easy to follow the shiny object, you know? Um, yeah. like somebody that a friend of a friend or an acquaintance is saying, Hey, I want to do this. And you don't want to have FOMO and you want to be involved. Right. That's, yeah. that's something that I, I definitely learned how to really know, which really know what to get involved with and what to pass on. So. You know. Right. No, that, that's so true. Um, and such a valid point too. It's like, you don't want to take on too much that it distracts you from one what you're just really good at um and two it's just kind of having that natural and healthy balance of of what FOMO is and trying to like mentally cut yourself off almost too yeah, yeah exactly exactly yeah um so now I just kind of want to talk about like stereotypes and social media a little bit I feel like there's so many you know you log on to like Instagram you go on the explore page there's so many random like influencers now so many entrepreneurs apparently it's like a trend almost um and social media gives off this ultra hustle perception that entrepreneurs are like locked away you need to work x amount of hours a day isolate yourself, um, work only by and for yourself um, just to get ahead. But from my understanding, just like from knowing you, like you have a team, um, you have a social life, or at least you try to have a social life. Um, 
how like did you build your team and how did you kind of escape that mentality and did that mentality ever occur to you you mentioned that um one of your friends had to literally sit you down and say you need to have some sort of balance with your sleep schedule would you say that this was a part of that mentality or was that completely separate well i mean don't get me wrong um i've had a lot of sleepless nights you know late nights early mornings but you have to do what you have to do to get to that next phase of your business right and if that means hiring somebody on or you know bringing on a partner or whatever whatever um that's what you need to do right um so like how i built it um usually when i ran into people that i that had the same vision that i did i tried to pursue them you know um to be part of what i'm trying to do um and and that's pretty much what the whole goal is because i i do see some sort of strength that would make me look good you know what i mean right um, starting off you're wearing all the caps right you're the ceo coo the marketing officer you're doing all the accounting you're doing all this but then as you get to a level you're like all right what do i need to do next to create more time right who do i need to bring on to you know make this more efficient right so my team strengths make me look good right um and i surround people who bring the best in me right like their drive and hustle motivates me inspires me to do the same thing for them so um you know it's, it's one of those things um with that but yeah i mean there there's a there's a difference between you know owning a business and really running a business right so um you do see those social media people where they're just locked away in a room but how far are they really going to get without other people helping them build right so right that's really true um and just practical too i think one it just avoids burnout too it like you said it instills motivation and just inspiration because you have people that you're surrounded with yeah. that just propel you to go further as well yeah exactly Um now I, I just want to ask like one question. Um what would you say are the top 3 skills needed to become a successful entrepreneur? Having met entrepreneurs, being an entrepreneur yourself, being in this game for several several years. Um what would you say are the top 3 skills? <laughs> All right, here are my generic answers, okay? <laughs> If efficiency, willing to learn, being resilient with a little speck of relentlessness <laughs> <laughs> all right but but for real like when you when you like really really dig deep into it like sure all all business owners all entrepreneurs any successful person will have these traits right but i believe like the most like at the top top um skill sets that you need to really do and understand i mean communication is huge right if you can't communicate internally or externally to your market what you don't have anything right right um, i i uh punctuality you know um 
I always have that mentality of on time is late, you know. So, and and that means,、um, you know, projects due, meetings, whatever, whatever, right? So,、mm-hmm. I mean, that's something that I, I think is 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 good too.、Um, and then the biggest I believe is ad- adapting and adjusting、um, to the times, to the market, to the, you know. Just adapt and adjust, and and really understand what to do.、Um, I've seen a lot of businesses go out of business because they don't know how to use social media, right? They don't know how to use technology, which is crazy, right? But yeah, like they didn't adapt or adjust. So that's what I'm, what I've seen, or what I really think the top things are、um, for that. So. That's awesome. Thank you.、Um, I, I do like both your your basic version and your real version. <laughs> I like the taglines in, in the basic version, but you're absolutely right.、Um, and I think like punctuality is something that I'm so happy you said that. I think it's something that goes unnoticed, but over time it definitely builds up. And I think punctuality is so heavily equated with building trust too, which is just really important to have overall. Exactly, you're absolutely correct. Okay, so you know, with all of this,、um, even though it was pretty much, it seems like a self-carved path.、Um, would you say there's anyone you looked up to during this process?、Um, who would you say has been like your greatest inspiration?、Um, and what are your thoughts on the importance of? Mentorship, either being a mentor or finding a mentor as an entrepreneur.、Um, so the first, the first part was inspiration. Yeah.、Um, greatest inspiration: the people that tell me no, the people that tell me I work too hard, the people that tell me, you know, to relax.、Um, like those are the, they. I mean, there, there's a, there's a balance, right? But. Those people don't understand what I'm trying to do and trying to achieve, you know.、Um, right. And like, if you if you go back to where I was in you know seventh eighth grade in high school, that scares me to go back and have everybody say you're not like not really say, but you know have that um, um, thought that everybody thinks that you're not going to be anything because you weren't good at something. Here, it, I'm just trying to prove all those people wrong, and I and it just scares me to not do it, right? And that's why I wake up every morning、uh, to make that happen.、Um, and then, as far as mentorship,、um, I 100% agree that it is very important to have a mentor. You know, if you find someone who is doing Something better than you, ten times, twenty times, hundred times better than you. You know, just do exactly what they're doing day in and day out, and you'll get there, right? So, I just that's the way that I think about like a mentor. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, that, that's that's amazing、um, and so inspirational. I feel like I'm learning so much about you, like through this podcast in and of itself, which is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm.、Uh, I'm kind of out there. It, it, it depends, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's really cool. Um, 
And I guess like if you you had the chance to start your career over again, um, what would you do differently, if anything? Um, the focus. The, I think the biggest thing is the focus because as as I mentioned earlier, like I was all over the map trying to do anything and everything. Um, I may be further along with you know the things that I'm really good at right now if I just focus, right? Um, and then the other aspect is probably save more money. <laughs> Um, um, I mean, it's it's one of those things where you have to. There, there's a reason why we have a budget, right? And having some of these aggressive business plans that I put together asked for a lot, right? And it was sometimes unnecessary to do that um, with that. So that's on the business side, and and then on the personal side, I was in the entertainment. Um, realm so going out and all that stuff and DJing out was pretty um, you know fun (laughs) (laughs) yeah save more money everybody save more money (laughs) (laughs) that's a great tip Um, you know I think in the middle of the pandemic a lot of people have been saving money but it is important to have fun you know especially with all those like St. Patty's days good times (laughs) Good times. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Good times. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Okay, that's awesome. And then I just like to close with one final question. Um, What advice would you tell? You kind of touched on it a little bit, but if anything specific that you can think of, what advice would you tell to 18 year old Charles or any other 18 year olds out there about becoming an entrepreneur? Um, <laughs> because I googled how do I not work and make money <laughs> don't think it's I'm going to tell 18 year old Charles don't think it's easy you'll be working those 120 hour weeks <laughs> um, uh, yeah so I mean it's it's a grind for sure um, obviously I just mentioned save money like that's that's real um start sooner than later like just do it um don't be scared to fail um and then you know i think one of the biggest things is ignore the noise the friends family that you know don't think it's a good idea you know just ignore them but welcome that advice right like don't don't totally shut them off but understand that you're doing your own thing and everybody has their own path in life so that's what i would tell young me (laughs) (laughs) so powerful very powerful stuff um thank you again charles for sharing your thoughts really interesting to hear your perspective learn more about your journey and overall just get to know you better uh, through this podcast and i'm super excited to see just your growth in the future what you do next what next venture you start and how that turns out absolutely thank you thanks for having me yes of course All right. Um, That is a wrap. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And remember, we are always here to kill it with KB. Kill it, KB.